0: when we're defensive we're not defending ourselves against the external world so if i'm feeling defensive it has i'm not defending myself against you not defending myself against my boss i am defending myself against these insecurities and these unpleasant feelings from within that are starting to arise and my brain my psychological immune system is like pushing them down and not even letting them into my awareness and so for that to then balance out my brain has to create some kind of distortion in how i see the world
1: From CEO School, it's Wind Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as
0: we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk, and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and in life. Cheers.
1: This episode is sponsored by The Club, a quarterly box and digital monthly community to help you level up in leadership and life. Learn more today at join.theceoschool.co slash the club. Hi everyone, welcome to today's Wind Down Wednesday. I'm so excited to bring back one of our full episode guests, Laura Gallagher. I know that you guys absolutely enjoyed her episode. Laura is a organizational psychologist. She has worked with me over the last six years at our organization at Fat Merchant. And um, she's just done incredible things for major organizations, such as uh, prior uh, to starting her own company, working professionally for NASA as an organizational psychologist. And today I'm not gonna spend too much time on, if you haven't listened to Laura's episode, please go back and listen. There's so many great um, nuggets on uh, communication and just mindset that you can learn from Laura. But today's topic, I wanted to bring her in to talk about crucial conversations. And so this is something that we as women struggle with all the time, whether that be at work, whether that be in our homes, whether that be in our relationships and our friendships, we struggle with having direct and clear conversations because we create this story in our head that it's so hard to have this conversation. And so I wanted to bring Laura in. Laura, welcome to the show. Welcome to today's wind down Wednesday. I'm so excited to have you and talk a little bit about this topic.
0: Well, thank you for having me. And yeah, so crucial conversations. I mean, first of all, conversations are such an integral part of our day to day, right? All the time. We're always in conversations with people. And yet, most of us, I bet everybody listening right now can think of at least one conversation right now that they are avoiding It might even be a conversation that they're like, you know, I hadn't even considered actually talking to this person about that. Why would I actually talk to them about that, right? And so we have this really, really strong tendency as humans where we want to avoid conflict. We try to keep things very um, harmonious and peaceful. And so a lot of us lack the knowledge and the skill about how to engage in those crucial conversations really effectively.
1: That's such a good point that you bring up because sometimes you're like, well, actually, I don't need to have a conversation. Nothing's actually happening. And then when you said that point of there's probably conversations that you don't even know you're avoiding to have, and I'd love to dive in. Why is it so important to have these conversations and why does it feel so scary? Right. I think like, I'll give an example of, let's just do a work example, giving feedback to a team member, whether that be a coworker or even your boss, right? You feel like you're being micromanaged. You know, you could do this and you're like, just going with the flow because you don't want to upset somebody. Why do we feel like we're going to upset somebody or why does it feel so scary? to have a conversation?
0: So the fear is rooted in our evolutionary nature, right? So as humans, we are incredibly tribal creatures. And truthfully, it's incredibly real today as well. I mean, we may not live in the same way that we did back in, you know, tribal times, but we absolutely need each other. And back in the day, if there was any kind of sense of I'm going to create disruption within my tribe, or I had a fear of being kicked out, it literally meant the difference between life and death, right? And so our brains have this like really disproportionate fear when it comes to these difficult conversations. If I say something to you and I upset you, how might you then feel about me? if you don't like me, if you don't want me around, if you don't think that I'm adding value to your life or to the tribe or whatever, right? Like you might boot me, you you might want me out. And back in the day, that would mean that I was trying to like survive in the wilderness all by myself, which we're not designed to do that. And so our brains have this massive fear-based overreaction and it's, well, it's a fear of what are you gonna think about me? And what's going to happen to me as a result? What is the consequence of, I create conflict between us. So it's really, we don't need to be nearly as scared as we are. And that's one of the things that I want everyone to understand is that your brain is still largely in this survival mode where it's like scanning for these threats in the environment. Like what might get me kicked out? You know, what might be dangerous for me? And so it's going to overinflate any kind of fear, any kind of threat that's there. The reality is it's not nearly such a dangerous place out there in the world.
1: That's so true. I didn't actually think about our primal times of where the fear actually comes from, but it does. It really takes over and something as basic as just having a direct conversation with my mother-in-law. I don't know. It's not even just sometimes in the work setting, feeling like I'm going to hurt someone's feelings. right? It's like, I just want quiet family time or what's the weekends. And maybe I don't want to go over to my in-laws this weekend and spend the whole day as much as I love them. It's nothing to do with them. I just want some quality time with my girls this Saturday. Let's just say that. And sometimes I have this, I'm going to disappoint somebody, or I'm going to, it's just hard. You know, how do you suggest we, let's just use that as an example. How do we suggest, how do you suggest I have that conversation by being direct, but without, without feeling like I'm going to be abrasive or hurt someone's feelings? Do you have any tools for that?
0: The key thing is to be able to approach those conversations with vulnerability right? So like one of the simplest ideas that we ever talk about in this work is being able to simply express what is true for you. And so, you know, somebody wants you to come over, right? Your mother-in-law wants you to come over and you don't want to, You're, you're tired. You really just want to have some time alone with your family, you know, whatever it is. Okay. So you know that your truth is I would really like to have some nice time at home alone with my family. That's your truth. The story in your head is I'm going to disappoint this person, If I decline the invitation, but then your brain goes even deeper than that. It's like, and then if you disappoint this person, they're going to think that you're horrible, right? Like your brain just exaggerates it so horribly. And so the cool thing about this idea of sharing your truth or being open is that you can share the truth of, I would really like to be able to just have some alone time with my family. And if that feels really scary to say, then you can use this tool that we call first truth first which is like, oh shoot, like I'm in my head, right? Oh shoot, I notice I'm really afraid that I'm gonna disappoint this person and they'll be upset with me if I decline the invitation. Well, guess what? You can actually say that. That can be a part of it. You know, so I could actually, if you're my mother-in-law, I could say to you like, you know, gosh, I notice I'm, I'm really afraid of disappointing you because you're super important to me. And I also notice I really would love to have some alone time with my family because it's been such a hectic week. Could we talk about doing that next weekend instead? Right. So like, I can share with you all of my truths (laughs) at once.
1: That sounded amazing. It doesn't usually go that way in my head. We're we're working on this and she's going to think that. And I already did something else and it's just all, you're right. It's the story in our head that we create. And sometimes it's that simple as just being vulnerable and saying our, you called it the first truth
0: and the first truth first
1: is that it has nothing to do with you. I just want to have time with my family and I don't want to disappoint you, but this is what I would like.
0: Yeah. And there are other truths built in there, right? So I'm making some assumptions, right? I'm making assumptions that the relationship is important. So I'm not lying when I say that. I'm assuming that's a true statement, right? That matters to me, right? The story of the fear that I would disappoint you. Yeah. I I hate the idea of disappointing you because I love you. I care about you. This relationship matters. You know, I want to figure out what's important to you. I also, here's one. Sometimes people are afraid of declining an invitation because we don't want them to stop inviting us. Yeah. That could be another thing. Yeah. That's
1: my my girlfriends. Like I definitely feel like if I, if I, I'm always the one that's so busy, always the one working, Sunny's always working, working. And I feel like they're going to stop
0: inviting me at some point. Yeah, totally. And so that's another example of a truth that you can share. And so it starts to become almost painfully simple, this idea of sharing your own truth, which is just really pay attention to like the thoughts in your head. And if you're like, uh, Laura, you don't even want to know the thoughts in my head right now. Like if you're like sometimes my thoughts are really mean okay well that's actually something else that's going on um which is defensiveness and that absolutely gets in the way of crucial conversations
1: okay i want to pick on this a little bit more because the word defensiveness is something that i had a very different notion for before i learned so much from you about defensiveness i thought that i knew when i was defensive my ideas of I'm only defensive when, and I was completely wrong. We did an entire exercise that we learned a lot about defenses and different things that we do that I didn't even realize that I did with certain people in certain environments, um, things like actually not saying anything as a sign of defensiveness or like holding back my thoughts. And I and I'd love to have a conversation here um to help the women understand like. What are these defenses that we have that we don't even know about and that we may be exuding that are actually crippling um, crippling us in the way that we're showing up to work, showing up in relationships, showing up in, at home and with, our, with, with everything in our world uh, with these
0: defenses? So defenses, the thing that blew my mind when I learned about this for myself was that when we're defensive, we're not defending ourselves against the external world. So if I'm feeling defensive, it has not, I'm not defending myself against you. I'm not defending myself against my boss. I am defending myself against these insecurities and these unpleasant feelings from within that are starting to arise. And my brain, my psychological immune system is like pushing them down and not even letting them into my awareness. And so for that to then balance out, my brain has to create some kind of distortion in how I see the world. So like, I'll give you an example. Let's say that even in this conversation, I am afraid that I'm not explaining this. Well, that might bring up fears or insecurities within me that I am like incompetent, right? That I'm not good at teaching this stuff. Well, I don't want to know that. So my brain wouldn't even let me know that. And my brain would instead blame, it would play the critic and it would be like, well, how can I possibly explain this concept in five minutes? You know, how can I possibly do this in a wind down I mean, if maybe if they were smarter, the audience would get it. Right? Like, so like this defensiveness pops up and it starts to just distort the world in a way that I don't have to deal with my fears or my own inadequacies. And so the critic or like being kind of blamey, that's a big one that we think about a lot. But I'll give you another example that surprises people. You mentioned uh, withdrawing, right? So being too nice is a form of defensiveness. And we'll go back to your example of the invitation. So if I've received an invitation to go over to my brother-in-law's house and gosh, I just really would rather not, but I don't actually share my truth. I decide to either straight up lie and be like, I would love to, when that's not true for me. (laughs) I am actually defending myself against my fears of being like unlovable or unlikable, right? Will my mother-in-law not like me? If I decline this invitation, I can't even cope with that. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with her, you know, being being cold to me next weekend, if I decline this invitation, that's going to feel so unpleasant for me. I have to defend myself against that negative feeling by just being too nice and just sort of being a doormat and just going along with something that I don't want to deal with. That is a form of defensiveness. That's me not wanting to deal with my own fears of unlovability. And so like that idea just blew my mind and I was like, Whoa. So it all comes back to how each one of us feels about ourselves every interaction you have comes back to how you feel about yourself like that's crazy
1: it is so crazy all of us always blows my mind and i cannot wait to have you um, next week at the fireside chat inside of the club we've got um almost 500 women in the club right now joining us and just diving deeper into all of these concepts and just learning about our psyche and learning about how we operate so that we can better we can be more self-aware we can be uh, more open. We can be more vulnerable and just make our lives truly easier and stop creating all these stories in our head that we do all day long. Thank you so much, Laura, for your wisdom today. We're constantly learning. I know all of us here listening want more and are craving more. So we'll keep trying to have you back. Uh, but I'm so excited for you to be here uh, with us next week and uh, we'll see you then. Thanks, Anira. For more sessions like these and behind the scenes in the podcast with incredible guests teaching us just phenomenal topics, join us at the club. It's theceoschool.co slash the club. Right now, we still have 50% off for our membership. It is just this incredible community. There are hundreds of women right now in this community, and we are showing up every single week with a new workshop on Slack. This community is so fire, and we want you here with us. We have incredible guest speakers. You can join in as many workshops as you want or as little as you want. And let's not forget the amazing quarterly subscription box that is coming every single quarter with our CEO School Planner. You don't want to miss out. Uh, Today's episode was amazing with Laura, but I'm craving so much more. And I can't wait to see you guys at her Fireside Chat session next week. So join today and get started with our 50% off for the entire year. It's $99 a month. The pricing will go up on the 20th. Laura's session is going to be Tuesday the 19th. And it's going to be incredible. Grab a glass of wine and come join us live uh, to deep dive and learn more much love to you guys today. I'll see you guys on next week's episode at CEO school, and hopefully we'll see you inside of the club. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We want to invite you to follow CEO school on Instagram for show notes, inspiration, and exclusive behind the scenes. You won't find anywhere else. We also have an absolutely incredible free resource for you. It's the seven lessons we learned to building seven and eight figure businesses. These are complete game changers and we want to give it to you completely free. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast why you love listening, screenshot the review and email it to hello at ceoschoolpodcast.com and we'll send it your way. See you in the next class.